You're tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Alexis. I'm Brianna. I'm Caroline. And I'm Bianca. Yes, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so for this week's episode, we are sitting down with the beautiful and intelligent Caroline and Bianca. Caroline is the business owner of Sofia Via, which is a successful salon located in Morristown, New Jersey. Bianca, a stylist at Sofia Via, and Caroline's co-stylist, is also joining us to discuss all things beauty. Thank you for joining us on the Unpromised 20s. Thanks for having us. We're excited. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so we are at their salon for anyone watching. And this is like, we actually come here and love it. So <laughs> if you've never been here, you definitely need to come check it out. Um, so let's dive right in. Do you want to tell us a little about how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. So I am actually about to turn 28 on Thursday. So I opened the salon when I was 22. Um, so that was five years ago. And um, I opened with the intention of being like a blowout bar mainly. I just felt like we needed to like do something a little bit different in the area. And there's like a full service salon on every corner. Um, so the original plan was open as like a blowout bar. Um, dry bars and all of that was becoming like super popular. So I was like, how can I stand out and do something different to get my name out there? So that idea lasted, I don't know, maybe a month or two. And we like quickly developed into so much more. Everybody started asking about color, like color services, cuts and all that kind of stuff. So long story short, we went from a style bar to a full service salon pretty quickly. Um, we started with five chairs and you know, three shampoo chairs and we ended up expanding into an entire back area where we have an additional like seven stations. Um, but I was working at another salon and one of my clients told me that she had a place that I wanted, she wanted me to see. And I came in, I looked at it. My dad walked in and walked out laughing and I was like, mom, what's going on? (laughs) And he walked in and was like, you could literally sell peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in those windows and you would be successful. Like it was just such a perfect location. Mm -hmm. So we got in the car and I was like, can we talk about it? And they were like, there's nothing to talk about. Like, we can't let you miss this opportunity. We'll like kind of help you figure it out no matter what it takes. Um, you kind of can't beat our spot. We're right in downtown. Perfect. We have a parking lot, Perfect. all of yeah. that. So it was one of those things I wasn't looking. I wasn't planning on opening a salon at that time. I was 22 years old. Um, but the opportunity just kind of fell into my lap. And I'm a very, like, what happens, everything happens for a reason kind of person. So I feel like I just kind of had to jump on the opportunity. So that's kind of how this whole salon started. That's so that's awesome. amazing. I can't believe that's already been five years. Like I, I feel know. like I remember when you first opened yeah. and you were like posting about it. Was it was so weird. Mm-hmm. We had our five year anniversary in July and I like just couldn't fathom it. Like it just felt so weird to me. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the name? I was always curious. Okay, so the name means blown away in Italian. Um so the idea of a blowout bar is kind of where the blown away came in. Um, my mom, like the second that I sent her a picture of the space when I, cause I came to see it before I showed them and I was at the other salon that I was working at the next day. It was a Saturday and I was sitting at my station and my mom sent me like a list. My mom like loves anything like English related. So she sends me an entire <laughs> list of names and like some were so corny. I was like, mom, no, like absolutely not. Um, but so then blown away, like really stuck, but I like always had the vision of like the white drapery and I was like, I don't know. It just like. It's like a great, like, that's like a hair cuttery to me. It's like not my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like sitting with a friend and she was in advertising and she was like, hold on, like, give me a minute. And she like looked up what Blown Away was in Italian. And she was like, Sofia Via. And I was like, 
done. Perfect. I texted it to my parents and my dad's like, I hate that. <laughs> and, like he was like, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, but then he, once he saw like the logo and like the look that I had envisioned, mm-hmm. like it was like, it just worked. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you. Everybody awesome. thinks my name is Sophia. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so Next funny. Door. Nothing like, else. Oh, so- Sophia. I'm like, no. I'm too embarrassed <laughs> to crack them. I, can't. I just oh, go so with They it. just think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she just goes in there with her, with her AirPods in. She's like... I just go with it. Like our clients are in there. I'm like, it's, they're looking at me like, is your, what, what is yeah. your name? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's so funny. I can't imagine like you come in here at such a young age and then like you go back to being behind the chair and like, this is probably all you could think about. I lived like a double life for a really long time. It was really hard. Um, Cause obviously like things in Morrison take a really long time. Like the township and just all that kind of stuff with like permits and just any construction takes so long. And that's when I got to the point where I kind of hit a breaking point. I was like, I can't live a double life anymore. Like, I, like, would come from, like, a meeting here in the morning to go work behind the chair. And I was like, I'm so excited. And then I have, like, nobody to talk to about it. Because, obviously, you don't want to – it's just not the right thing to do to, like, talk to clients about it. Like, you just don't do that. Right. And then it just got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need to – get out of here mm-hmm. not in a not in the salon sense but like just like I need to not be here mm-hmm. because it's messing with my brain too mm-hmm. much so that was tough yeah Bianca <laughs> do you want to tell us how you got started well I went to hair school right outside of like right after high school so I went to Darren high school knew that like school was not for me anything in like the yearbook literally won like worst case of senioritis like <laughs> Like, my English teacher, like, we didn't have good conversation when it came to, like, grades, but, like, she loved my eyelash extension. She's like, oh, like, where are you going for that? So, like, that was my relationship with, like, all my teachers. Like, they knew I was not with the shit. I did not want to go to college. (laughs) And I could just not ever fathom, like, my personality sitting behind a desk and, like... No, no way. Absolutely (laughs) not. Absolutely not. (laughs) So, I ended up, I went to beauty school right after um, I graduated high school in September. So, it was basically, like, 13th grade, like, a new... Like, just another, like, form of school. And then went through that, did that, worked in, like, two salons. And then, like, this is my second salon. Now COVID happened and allowed all that. And then now we're just here. But it's just crazy how things change and, like, how a few years ago, like, you would I just wouldn't have really thought of, like, what's happening now. Like, this be my life and, like, me enjoying everything as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. I love that you realize like what you wanted to do at such a young age. I feel like we talk about like when we interview people like close to their thirties, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to figure this out now." Mm-hmm. And you were in high school, and you were like, "Yeah, school's not for and, me." And like mm-hmm. even middle school, high school, like um, I played softball like my whole life. I've always been like pretty competitive, but like my friend group that I always had, like we were in the dugout and braiding their hair. Like <laughs> I'm doing everybody's like prom makeup. Like on my senior prom, I had five clients. Mm-hmm. I did like. Yeah. I did five of my friends' hair and makeup, like, on the day that I was going to my senior prom, like, getting myself ready, going to the hair salon. Like, I always knew that it was something I enjoyed, and I knew it was something I could potentially, like, be successful in. So, and my dad, it's, like, another thing. My family, like, always has been, like, supportive of anything. Cause I have, like, my mom has a master's degree, and my dad's, like, worked. He's in the union. He's, mm-hmm. like, worked his whole life. And everything my dad always ever told me, like, when I graduated from school, I had to, like, give a, like, speech, and they were, like, oh, like, whatever, and I was, like, my dad always told me, like, whatever you do, put 110% into it, and you're going to be happy, and you're going to, like, I'd rather you be happy than, like, anything, because money comes, like, but as long as you're happy, you work from there, so it's always been good. That's awesome that you had such supportive parents, because there's Mm -hmm. definitely kids who feel the pressure of having to go to school, Mm -hmm. and then they, they're away for four years, and they come back, and they're, like, 
doing a and nothing's wrong with it, but they're doing a job that they could have done without the four years at right. college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to have people who are so supportive and like both of your parents being like, right. if this is what you yeah. want to do, like just fucking go for it. Right. And if yeah. it makes you happy and you succeed, like that's all that matters. It just I don't know. That's so awesome because. Yeah. You got to like you got to start earlier than if you felt like you had to take another route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've never been happier. Yeah, right. I said that to my parents too, because of course it was a conversation. Like, okay, like, are you sure? Whatever. My parents were supportive from the jump, but I was like, why well, push myself back any further and go to four years of school when mm-hmm. this is what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, you're complete. You're completely right. Mm-hmm. You guys save them a lot of money because a yeah. lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people yeah. do like the two yeah. years, and then after the two years, they're like, I really don't yeah. want to do this, and now I'm, it's like you're not going into that career, but you're still paying off that debt for another mm-hmm. fucking ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I wouldn't even think about putting it. I'm like I can't even sit through school. So like no. <laughs> but I did great in hair school. Don't get me wrong. But like actually, because you I liked it. That, yeah. Because it's something uh, you would like. No, it was. Te- well, it was you like doing hair. I love it. <laughs> I remember she was in I school. Love it. <laughs> love it. Remember oh, when you were in school and you would come over and cut my hair and yeah. she would have a whole suitcase. Yep. Oh, and then my yeah. mom was oh, like, "All right, I'm next." Yeah. Like everybody. Every time. No, like everything I did, that shit was in my car. Mm-hmm. I was ready to do something. Mm-hmm. But like. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I can't yeah. imagine myself doing anything else. That's awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, the salon opens a few years before COVID. I would mm-hmm. say during COVID, you were still kind of, like, in the midst of trying to develop a business, For right? Sure. Yeah. So, how did you both, like, handle having clients and, like, the different regulations that were going yeah. on? So, we made the decision to close... On I want to say March sixteenth. I literally don't. It was. I'll ever forget that. No, date. it was because my mom's birthday was the next day. Yeah. Not here, but like all salons, like mostly closed that. Yeah. Yeah, you had, you kind of had. Mm-hmm. Like most salons did. I remember like posting on Instagram. I stalked every salon in the area to see what they were doing because I was like, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and um, nobody posted, and like no one was posting anything. And this is when it was scary. This is when like everybody was nobody like knew. Cloroxing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Um, all of our clients canceled for the next day. And I was like, we should probably just close because what are we doing? So I had to like get on a call with all the girls. And this is like before Zoom was like a big thing. I used my phone, my mom's phone and my dad's phone Stop. in order to do a conference <laughs> call with everybody because it's like you can only have like four lines on mm-hmm. your phone. And again, it was clearly hairdressers did not use Zoom <gasps> then. So, um, and I had to call them and say like, we're gonna close. I don't really know what's happening. I'll we're we're in this together, but it's what I think we have to do. And then I felt a lot better seeing like other salons that night posting on social media that they were closed. But we so we closed in March. We opened like I said, we expanded and we opened that expansion in November. So we like were just getting that going, and then we had to shut down. Yeah. So we were closed for four months and ended up being exactly one quarter of the year that we were closed. And then when we reopened, we had to reopen at 50% capacity. Um, so we reopened. Um, and for the rest of the year, we were like operating at a lower capacity. Everybody had to sit every other station and stuff like that. But that's when we got really lucky that we had the backspace mm-hmm. because we were able to sit every other chair mm-hmm. um, without the girls having to like cut their hours and stuff and like work split shifts right we had enough room for everybody um but i mean our biggest thing like i did not do any hair when we were closed for that time period i know there was a lot of people that did undercover things and everybody does you know what they have to do to get by but my thing was like i'm a leader at the end of the day for staff so if i'm telling them that they cannot do it yeah it's only for reasons that like i'm too afraid to lose our you know our license that we have or um 
I couldn't do it. So um, I had many people ask me, and it was one of those. It's either, like, you do it or you don't. Mm -hmm. So I just had to kind of stand my ground with, like, I'm, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we had to wait the four months. Yeah. What was it like being a new stylist during that time? For me, I wasn't here yet. So it's very weird because it's like in a way. I don't even know a day without her. I know. In a way, I don't know how I never like didn't work here. But again, it's like to take it back, like everything happens for a reason. Like I was her client, like not during COVID, but like I, I wanted to get my hair done by Caroline. And that ended up being my funny little like basically interview. And yep. then I just remember like I was at my, I don't even think I ever told her this because it's corny. But I was, at, <laughs> I was at my neighbor's house, like doing my neighbor, like my neighbor's hair and I was like oh my god and like she didn't know who this like my neighbor's fucking crazy and I was like she didn't like know I was like oh my god like this she just texted me and like and then it was just like a big thing but like Aww. I was like then we were like oh like let's meet for coffee and I'm we're like matching I, don't even, I don't even drink coffee yeah and then I we had this yes, we had like, these bitch, same, I love coffee yeah right <laughs> right I'm like oh my god give it all, give it all to me I didn't even drink any that time but we had the same sunglasses like it's just this funny like pair so of sunglasses funny. that nobody has and I was like she she like said it. I I think I wore them like to when I like when I met her, but I didn't even know at the time. I was like, oh, like that's fun. We have the same, but I don't know. Just things end up. It was working out. Yes, yeah. me rambling. But anyway, <laughs> how I well, during COVID I was I was an assistant at another salon. I was like in between assisting and like working front desk. Like I wore many hats there. Just like I love to wear many hats everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um. It was, like, in the middle of me kind of moving up to, like, an assistant position when I had been, like, working front desk, like, learning the books. Because mm -hmm. yeah. school doesn't teach you anything. Like, they had guest artists, which were, like, they'd show you balayage, like, these cool techniques. But, like, when you're starting and you're in hair school, like, you're just supposed to learn to pass your tests. Yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. once you're in a salon, you have no clue. So even though my, like, journey to becoming more of, like, a stylist was long, I was happy that I learned the way that I did in the way because I worked the desk the first year. So I learned exactly how things are booked. I learned how to like double, triple book things like on a, like on a schedule, which is so confusing to mm -hmm. anybody. Like all of our co our books. Yeah, like if crazy. you don't do hair, it's so hard to have. You have no clue. The front desk. Then finally going into like shampooing heads at the time. Mm -hmm. So then I, as soon as I was getting into that, we closed. So it was like, well, I would do my friends at home. So, like, I would do that because I was, like, my friends. I wasn't, like, a reputable, like, anything. So with that happening, then going back to work, it was very weird because we were, like, in face masks and, like, face guards. Like, it was so crazy. Like, Insane. now it's, like, it's like I could never imagine that happening, but it's, like, like it did. Like the plexiglass? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. like, I was – we were Windexing the computer every 15 yep. minutes. Like, something was going to change. Like – just very weird. So there's a photo of me. I don't think you ever saw it, but it was like when we didn't know what our like precautions were gonna have right. to be. And one of the hair extension companies that I use sent me um, <laughs> literally like if you're going into like the burn unit in the hospital, like a full blown gown. <laughs> and not the hazmat. No, the hazmat. That's what, yeah, that the hazmat. And like you the in face, a hazmat suit? I the, need that picture. The face shield. Oh, it's so funny. Wait, no, there was a shield. The face shield. Like oh, the actual yeah. shield. I would yeah. Um, with the, the glasses. With the blue? It had the shield. I said, I immediately put it on and my thing fogged up. And I my sister <laughs> took a picture of it. Long hair too. Like <laughs> Yeah. My sister like took a photo of me. It had like the little I think the booties. Like the oh. 
like oh, you I were ready the, to go. The oh, dead ass hazmat. I literally thought that's how we were gonna have to like work. And I oh. sent it to my my sister took a picture and sent it to my best friend who's the manager here. And she was like, How I'm not I I can't come to work if we have to wear that. I'm like, Well, I wore it for two seconds and fogged up. Yeah. You will die. <laughs> you have to see it. It was yellow. <laughs> you will die. Oh I'll show God. it to you. I don't know where it is. But so funny. I'll find it. But anyway, it was just not it was very different with COVID. Like, it completely, like, I feel like I was set back, like, two years. Yeah. In mentally. But, like, it not set back because it brought me here. That now I've, like, progressed so quickly that, like, we'd have meetings and talks and I would cry because I didn't know. It was awkward. Yeah. I was, like, I, I'm, I'm, like, doing good and I'm, like, like, I'm making relationships. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm able to, like, gain clients' trust rather than just being, like, an assistant. Mm-hmm. So it would, it kind of played with me a little bit because I was, like, I don't, it, since COVID, like, two years, I, like, was at a standstill. Mm-hmm. Like, I still love doing hair. I never had a thought, like, should I do something else? Mm-hmm. But it was just so weird how, like, my career started, like, when I started working here a year and a half ago. Yeah. So it's just different for everybody, you know? I mean, it's crazy to think that it's been only been a year and a half. I know. Like, working it, I, It's like I've never not been here. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it there is. Never... I don't, like, know how to operate. <laughs> and, like, that's what's so crazy to me, too, because... When Bianca started, like, I didn't have a personal assistant. Like, I we had assistants in the salon and people that, like, would help me mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, shampooing and putting glazes on. But, like, I feel like those are things that, like, can easily be taught to people. Whereas, like, when I found Bianca, she didn't say anything about, like, wanting a salon job. She actually said the opposite. She said, like, I don't want to work right now. Like, I, her parents I, have a house. Like, <laughs> she said, like, I, I, don't, I don't plan on getting a job right now. This and was, like, I was, right like, before mm-hmm. summer. And yeah. I wanted to have the summer free. It was my. It was our twenty first summer. Like yeah. when I turned yeah. twenty one. Yeah. I like at my old job. I would just like work, work, work nonstop. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the chance to like. I when I worked at my old job, I was like secretly flying to Florida to go, to go be yeah. with my family. Yeah. Like for one night. Like it was that kind I of remember, thing. Yeah. yeah. Back and forth. That like it mm-hmm. wasn't like an exactly like it wasn't really good at the time. So like it's just crazy. Yeah. But like that was the thing. I wasn't like looking. I I knew I needed it. But then, like, I just, it was one of those things. It's, like, you need to be a personality match, I feel like, more than anything else. Mm-hmm, like, right. you can, like I said, you can teach people to shampoo and put on a glaze. It yeah. wasn't, I didn't, and I didn't need that. I didn't, like, it's not like I needed that to be filled. It was just, like, all of the other things. It was, like, if I want to grow as a stylist, as a business owner, like, what do I need? As a person. Yeah. You need, yeah, like, a strong person. person behind you. Yeah, and it's, like... Just someone that goes with your flow. Like, yeah. like we just even each other out yeah. in that way. The first and time we like, met, I was, like, I sat with her, and I was, like, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm not easy. I'm a control freak. Like, <laughs> I'm just telling you. But that's the thing. Like, I had to learn myself what it was like to work that closely with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it made me, like, and I noticed, remember this the first couple of days, like... It's very easy to, like, do your job and, like, leave. Mm-hmm. But, like, we don't stop talking. <laughs> but, like, it no constantly brings you back to work, though. Like, I'm not saying that I was ever – I'm just a workaholic. I work all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always on my phone. I'm always doing something. It's but, like business. Like, yeah. yeah. Social media, all of that. But, mm-hmm. like, it just makes – like, we're always doing – we're always talking. And it's, like mm-hmm. – no, it's not always work. But, like, a lot of it – we talk about work all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, every idea. It's, like, bounced off of each other. But it, it's grown into that. I didn't think I needed that. I knew I needed somebody, but like I don't think I realized that it was going to be this way either. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was going to be like, okay, assist me for a year, go like, behind the chair. Yeah, 
But like that's what we would sit and have meetings and it was like, what do you want? But like it's like everything. My booking, my clients. Like now we don't like anybody to touch our thing. No. <laughs> and like she's like, I'm not going to be easy. I'm going to be difficult. That's me. So it like works out in that sense. Like I'm very like cool, calm, collected. Like Kara's like another like, is this okay? Is it going to be okay? And yeah, I'm, you're like, like yes, super chill. It's going to be okay back. because yeah. it always is. Yeah. But that's one thing that just like ended up working because I'm so particular and like so is she. So like me learning that like I learned so much from her. So it's like learning exactly how she does things and exactly how I like things done. Like it's kind of a mix. Mm -hmm. Like with certain things that like you wouldn't when you're not in like in the hair business you don't know like exactly what's a big deal or like what's not. But like (laughs) if there's like shadow roots glazes like all of that shit like that is my that's like I do that, and, like, if someone else does it and they do it wrong, I'm going to be pissed. Like, so <laughs> I'll always, like, but, like, that's kind of what you need in life. Yeah. Yeah. And you an guys balance each other. Yeah. Right. Like, we and, like, created, like, get our it or own you don't role. Yeah. Like, we I did. feel like we did. Like, I mean, co-stylists, I feel like, are a thing when you're in, like, California. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're not. Like, like it's nobody just, really It's not knows. the standard in, like, a salon. But, like, we're not a standard salon. Mm-mm. That's why. Yeah. No. We're just not. No. So it's just really cool, like, the opportunities that, like, I've gotten and just like the connections I've made with like all of our clients here and just like the only way that I talk about this salon is like we all bounce off of each other like in in, like the older like kind of style of doing hair was like you have your one person and that's it Mm -hmm. but like in this salon like especially us we're back and forth with all of our clients like she's doing half of the shit I'm doing half of the shit I'm rebooking you I'm doing right you know yeah I'm having that relationship with you too. And that's how that kind of goes for all of our stylists here. Like it's a good environment. It yeah. is. I was going to say that even as like a customer, like you come in here and you don't feel like anybody's like staring. The, yeah. Attention. No. Yeah. yeah. Like intimidated. No. You like the other friends. You're like, Oh, Hey, right. like catching up. Yeah. And we all talk to each other. We all just like shoot the shit with each other, which is just so fun. Like, mm-hmm. and that's one thing, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like sweet like suites or anything or yeah. like my salon suite. Oh yeah. Like, like how you can like rent the space. Yeah. You yeah. can rent the space and have your own, but like personally, like the experience that we have here and like our everyday like salon life, I couldn't function without someone else here. No. Like or I without couldn't. bouncing things off of each other. Yeah. Like not mm-hmm. even just like talking, like formulas, like just your everyday, like getting through the day. Like not that it's excruciating to work, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you just need that. Yeah, like, you're learning something new every day. Yeah, yeah, and you need that relationship. If not, like, it's very easy to, like, lose motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so cool, and I don't know why this sticks with me, but it did. Um, <laughs> I was, like, waiting to get my hair done, and Bianca's, like, finishing up a girl, and she's blowing her out, and Lauren's, like, oh, like, literally stops her client, like, client excuses herself, and comes over, and she's, like, if you, I don't know, she told you, whatever, if you mm-hmm. twist it this way, it'll look like mm-hmm. this, and she was, like, okay, and I was, like, oh, that's so fucking cool, because she mm-hmm. could have easily sat back and been, like, oh, my God, that's that looks not like how shit. you do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. yeah, but instead, she, like, totally jumped in and was, like, trying to make you better, and I mm-hmm. think it just says a lot about the girls that you have working in here when you have a team that really gets along and you feel comfortable like she's not going to take something that you're good at you guys are all good at it so I think that's really cool how did you did you have a hard time finding a team that was like you felt like really like stuck together I feel like so when we we're opening. My mom was like, over hire. Like, over hire, you don't know who's going to not show up on the first day. I'm like, mom, no one's not showing up on the first day. What do you know? Somebody doesn't show up on the first day. And then, like, our second day, actually our first actual day, somebody gave my no- her notice because she got another job. But I just had a mental breakdown. Like, I was like, oh, my God, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
because I don't think my brain works like that. Like I could never do that. I could never interview somewhere and take a job and not show up. Like I just, yeah. I'm not like <laughs> right. wired that well, way. Yeah. But it happens. And that's what my mom said. Like you meet these people once or twice or however many times you meet them. And it was really, initially hiring was extremely hard because like we didn't have a place to be. I couldn't like watch them do hair because we weren't open. We w couldn't operate in here. Like, um, a couple of the girls I worked with prior, like I said, my best friend works here. It was kind of like um, she was in this together with me from the jump. Um, she, she's the manager here and she's amazing. I could not f function without her. <laughs> really couldn't. Um, but the other girls, I mean, I worked with a couple of them. And then like me and Lauren went to school together. We went to hair school together. And she always said, like, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to work for you one day because I always had a dream of opening a salon. I just didn't think it was going to happen at 22. And then, like, we would go to lunch, and she was like, I want to work with you. And I'm like, okay. And then she'd text me after and was like, I was actually serious. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're hiring. Are you actually <laughs> quitting? Like, what's happening? And then I think from there, it just kind of went. Like, um, I talked to a couple girls that were at another salon, but, like, it was like Lauren came, and then somebody else from her, from her salon came. I talked to somebody that I knew, and then after she started and she loved it, then somebody else came. Mm -hmm. um, so I never, like scouted people like it's not like I was like in salons like trying to steal people that was never like an intention or never anything I would want to do yeah to me I think it speaks for itself like if somebody comes from another salon and you see that they love it and then somebody else wants to come I feel like that just speaks for yeah, itself you're doing because right. yeah right um and again like that's our we have a no drama I can't stand it <laughs> I hate like I don't even I don't think it's comfortable when you go in a salon and two people are two stylists are shampooing yeah and it's like what are you doing this we can are talking shit or whatever like we'd have that conversation but we have we include our clients in it right mm -hmm. so I think that's the difference like we're not having conversations and not and leaving our client out mm -hmm. that doesn't happen here I feel like everybody is just we all like greet and welcome everybody mm -hmm. and I think that like then we attract the staff that we do because of it yeah I love that especially nowadays like going to certain oh, salons you have like the cattiness of girls because yeah. like at the end it's of the day like you women know how exactly general. yeah and you're all in one place <laughs> yeah right yeah. which sometimes can be like very frustrating and you're never going to completely love everyone you work with. But, like, mm -hmm. that's the difference of work. Like, you're at work and you can have your work relationships, which is perfectly fine. If you don't choose to, like, hang out with them outside of work, that's perfect. But, like, you have that. It's like, work. We're all young and, like, we're all around, like, the same age. So it's cool we all have the same mindset of, like, you know, like, we're going to be respectful. Like, everybody has a great relationship. That's, mm -hmm. the, like, the great thing about it. But, yeah. like the way that we're all so young and we all just like know like what we're here for and like it's just a cool thing like we don't let drama get in the middle of that yeah so it's it's a like a great place to be That's you know huge. um your salon recently got the top 200 today congratulations thank you congrats That's all let us know a little bit more about what that really means yeah so we were nominated in the growth category so basically it's an event um it's a salon like magazine big salon modern brand salon, yeah. um modern salon salon today um and they do a big event um every year it's been in it was in nashville last year um i was sponsored to speak at the event last year Ooh. um so that was fun <laughs> but they it's a they do like a dinner and stuff like that. And it's all on like the top 200 salons. So um, we entered it this year. We didn't enter it last year. I didn't really know much about it last year. I had just gotten asked by one of our extension brands to speak. Um, so I kind of got to see what the event was all about. And so we entered it this year. Um, basically, it's an, it's 
whole application. We had to do a couple essays and stuff, and then it's all data-driven. So a lot of our numbers, a lot of stuff like that, um, we ended up having, like, from it was all based on 2020 to 2021. So obviously 2020 was our COVID numbers. Mm -hmm. We were closed for four months. So it's that year based up against your 2021 year. Um, and we had a ton of growth between 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. um, I used the downtime of COVID of like the four months we were closed to actually work on like business side. It's really hard to keep up with that sometimes when you're behind the chair all the time. So that's another huge thing that, you know, having Bianca's help in stuff um, has allowed me to do a lot more of that, um, which I think will only continue to grow the business. Um, but those that nomination really showed that, like, we were on the right track. Right. And my biggest thing was, like, in the heat of that, we were just worried about, like, having somewhere to come back to, mm -hmm. like, being able to keep our doors open. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're still paying rent. You're still doing all that while you're not working. Um, but like to know that, stop. yeah, but to know that we like came back from that and had so much growth, um, and then we were nominated for that. It was just pretty cool. That's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. Especially when you go back to say like the years that they look at, like you were a brand new salon. Yeah. We were Shut open for like for three <laughs> months. Two and a half, three years. Yeah, I don't even know how many years ago COVID was. Like I have no. It, it felt like on. a century. It, it's but so it felt so long so, too. Like how the fuck did that ever happen? I don't know. That's we <laughs> I, are not rambling on that. I think it's so funny that like so many people come on here, and we've recently been meeting with a lot of different. Um, we've been trying to get like a lot of different girls yeah. and guys who have different occupations, and COVID is like a timestamp. Mm -hmm. Like it was like what was my There's job before like COVID yeah. and after. <laughs> Well, oh it's gosh. crazy. I, every so many people's lives like changed mm -hmm. because of it. Mm -hmm. Like the working remote, like just so much. I look at how much changed for us. Mm -hmm. Every yeah, I feel like everybody was affected by COVID. Yeah. The one thing I do like about your salon is like I feel like you do a lot of like teaching and going to mm -hmm. like seminars and yeah. like your girls do that too, which I don't see a lot of other salons. Like you guys fly out and yeah. I love that you live love learning like new techniques and bringing it back and like sharing that with everyone. Yeah. Because you don't see like the opportunities like other people get. There's so much and like we learn so much within these four walls from each other. Like just like you said that real. like we learn so much from each other. Everybody has their own specialty and like we like hone in on that. Mm -hmm. Like somebody's great at bridal, like you're teaching bridal. And it's amazing that we can teach other people but it's like expanding so much to like the world. Like California, there's so right. much. Like Going places and traveling, I love to travel to begin with. Um, and that was, like, one thing that always kind of, like, drew me into the industry. Like, you go to those classes and you come back and you are so inspired and you're mm -hmm. so motivated because it's just, like, you're branching out. Mm -hmm. um, so even when I was assisting at my old salon, I went to, like, the hair shows. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, I remember, like, going to my old boss and stuff and saying, like, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And, like, now I look at him, like, oh, my God, was I crazy? Like, I didn't know anything. Like, I should not have <laughs> been wanting to go to these classes. But, like, that was my biggest thing. Like, education is the most important thing. It's the only way you're going to be able to keep up with, like, social media and everything. And those classes are fun. Like, they're, they're so educational. Like, and you meet so many people yeah. that there's so many different techniques to get to one end point. Like, mm -hmm. to get to one finished result. So, mm -hmm. it's so cool that, like learning from like all different kinds of people and all different like it gets into like even like service wise like how a service in like California is so different than like here like how a ticket like even in like the back end of it like how it would be checked out like mm -hmm. there's so many different things and it's just so cool to like be able to 
see and like how other people charge things. Like there's so much back end stuff rather than just like oh what you think. Like oh you do hair, I do hair too. Like it's right. yeah. so much more yeah. to it. I was gonna like kind of add on to that where people do. Someone on the outside would just be like, oh, yeah, she does hair. But, like, it's so much more than just graduating from beauty school and having a license than being like, oh, let me put dye on your hair. Like, you guys have to keep up. And if you want to be able to, like, succeed and keep up with trends that people want, you have to, like, Mm -hmm. keep educating yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely not, like, if someone's looking for an easy thing to do and they're like, oh, I'll just do hair. Like, that's not it. No. No. At all. I, that would be, the, like, the one thing that would drive me insane when I was in cosmetology school. It's, like, me when, too. like, the owners of the school would come in and be, like, oh, like, what made you want to do it? And people are, like, oh, college wasn't for me. Like, this is it. I'm, like, you're not. And I would think in my head, like, you're not going to make it in the industry. Gonna, like, it's yeah. just not. It's, like, anything like else. Like, it's easy, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you need to keep up with things mm-hmm. or, like, you get lost. Like, within the last two years, extensions have taken off or probably three extensions mm-hmm. have taken off completely. I mean, that's my specialty service. It's what I do most of the time. But, like. If I didn't go to a single class for that, mm-hmm. I we wouldn't have had the growth that we had. Because mm-hmm. to me, I was like, how can we bring revenue back? Right. So it's like people don't look at that side of things. They just think like hair school, easy way out. It's not that at all. No. And I think, honestly, COVID brought a lot of that out too. Like it brought more to light, like even like TikTok, like People now, like, now you want to start taking care of your hair because it's a trend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, that kind of thing. Like, people will buy Olaplex because you saw this girl use it. But, like, yeah. we could have told you that for five years straight. Like, yep. at the time when Olaplex was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just investing in good products because you're coming in here and you are you have an X amount dollar ticket. But you're using Target shampoo. Like, it's that kind of thing. Like, it's always going to be based on, like, what's trendy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But now I'm actually very – that's one thing I'm glad that, like, TikTok brought out of people. Yeah. Like, you have to spend the – whatever it is on the product you don't need a 80 dollars shampoo yeah but like you can't use target products to maintain and expect the color that you're gonna have. yeah yeah right well, it's, it's, it's to the a random girl on tiktok but not us yeah. right no it, it, it's hurtful a bit but it it's fine it's like but that did a little bit of work for us because people do want to invest in their hair it's like and they want to go home and they want to dice and air up their hair and yeah. they want their hair to look good in mm-hmm. social media had so many like good positives and negatives that's a positive right you know? Yeah. But, like, even from COVID, it just it just made – there's been good and bad from it. Like, but, you know, it's just it's just still crazy how it ever even happened. Yeah. What do you guys think are some downsides to social media? Uh, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, lighting. Like, there's so much on social media in a photo, a video, that, like, you don't take into effect. Mm-hmm. I take pictures of my client's hair, and I'm, then I, like, see it. In real time. And I'm like, that looks so different. You know, right. it's lighter, it's darker, it's whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, every blonde has extensions on social media. Right. I hate <laughs> to break it to you, filtered. but like your hair will break off Here's if you're right. that light. Like you're never going to look, it's not going to look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a downside. Um, it's how I was able to grow. Like it helps so much with specialty services. Like I was able to grow and like actually hone in on like the select services that I wanted to do to draw that clientele yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like I don't sit in my chair if you want a pixie cut like I it just no. it, don't <laughs> like I will tell you that like do not honestly yeah. yeah no I will like I had a client the other day and she was like she's one of my good clients she's like I think I might want to go shorter and I grabbed my best friend Gina because she's great at that <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like if you want to go that short Gina's gonna cut it because yeah. like it's just not what I'm I, not I do it, yeah. mm-hmm. but like Prior to COVID, it was like everybody does everything. Like, right. and I think COVID changed that, but it allowed it. But I think you have to be a salon that allows it for your stylist, mm-hmm. yeah. which we are. Um, but social media is so big on that. Like, you look in every hairdresser's bio or whatever, lived in hair color specialist, right? Or like, 
you know, fashion color specialty, whatever the person does. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to be able to market yourself and grow yourself that way. It's free advertising. I mean, now you pay for some of it, but <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Nothing's free in this world anymore. No. But um, so, yeah, there's so many pros and there's so many cons of it. You know, the fact just that people consume. care about their hair more, like right. she just said with TikTok. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. They do. Like, I mean, I don't have TikTok. I don't even know how to function on TikTok. <laughs> But people send me TikToks and I'm like, I don't even know how to play it. It's addicting. Don't even get into it. I like, I'm just like not a video it. girl. Like I'm like, I don't know. I'm just not my thing. But whatever. Um, I think I've said for a year and a half that we're going to do TikToks. We've yet to right. make one. But it's fine. Right. Um, but it's just too much. It's just, there's, there's no time. <laughs> because no, it's cool because you see people, you see this girl doing hair in like Wisconsin. Okay, cool. What What is she doing? She's taking that video and taking it to her style mm -hmm. here. Like, you're not necessarily getting business from TikTok. Yeah. Like, sometimes you might have those people that, like, really want to come to you and they'll, like, fly to you or whatever. But, like, but, like are they going to fly to you that are once? being used as their hair and spot to take mm -hmm. to their hairdresser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a so good point. So it's putting a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, and it's a lot of work to, like, get this, like, candid content like that's what i feel like tiktok is it's like you it's not all stage it's not like actually candid reels. no <laughs> but it, it's so much harder to put together yeah like obviously to get yourself out there yeah but like most of these people are seeing this like in another state and taking it to their hairdresser so yeah. that's the hard part you know like if you want to go viral that's cool but like if you want clients it's not but it's like ways. you're getting what do you want a follower count or a right. you know like it's not like I have a crazy following, but like I have a full book that I'm booked out right. six weeks from. Like that, that's enough for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, it's not the number of followers. That's not really yeah. the number yeah. of followers isn't going to bring you the income, actual money. You yeah, want. Mm -hmm. not sure. that it's all about that, but like it's just not going to do it. These stylists living, in, yeah, yeah, these stylists in Cali and stuff like that, like different story. Mm -hmm. You know, people will fly to them, mm -hmm. and, right? And they can charge God knows what for their color services, but right. we're just. It's we're in New Jersey. Just, <laughs> sorry, no, it's not it. Just Jersey, South Jersey over here. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out in Jersey. <laughs> Since talking a little bit about how much goes into being a stylist and like staying on top of your work, mm -hmm. how do you balance this? Like, what feels like a never-ending job on top of like friendships and relationships and other things outside of work. Great question. Where do we start? Well, we could talk for hours. So right. Well, in the year and a half of like us being together, both of our lives have changed like a lot. Yeah. But I feel like for Caroline, she really learned to like, obviously being a business owner and being a woman and being young. I feel like it's very easy to like keep picking at something until you mm. feel that it's perfect, right? No, it's hard. It's extremely hard. Um, this is probably the first year that I like actually felt balance. Um you know, actually shutting off. I had to make big changes in my life to do it. But like even the simplest thing, like I got a new phone, I got a new phone number. Like my clients can't have access to me all the time. I have a work phone. Like we bring it to work. Like I went to Europe and Bianca kept my phone. Um, my, and like, not only did I get a new phone number, like the phone number that everybody had became my work phone. Mm -hmm. So like the only people that had my new phone number were the people that I wanted to. Yeah. But it was like a constant, like, I don't know how to shut off to me. Like if you are a business owner and you want to be successful, done. like you are working at any time. And I had a meant like a mentor, like 
one of my educators that when I said I was opening the salon, they were like, you won't sleep until you're successful. Like, I know you're that kind of person. You will be fine. Mm -hmm. And it's true. I am that kind of person. Mm -hmm. I don't sleep anyway, but thank you <laughs> to the salon. But um, like just in general, like I think that those things, like I had to make those changes, but I had to be like willing to want to make those changes. Um, but something like that just shows so much like growth to me too. Like I knew what I had to do if mm -hmm. I wanted to like, kind of find myself and like be happy because I think my entire life kind of got lost in the salon a little bit. Not in, it was amazing. It's what the business needed. But like once that got there, I needed to focus on myself a little bit too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think, you know, having Bianca help me along that with all of that too. I couldn't like run from my problems all the time. Like I do. Cause like she was work. in my face. <laughs> no, like work her problems just to like disappear. But no, they're still there. Like that was the yeah. thing, you know, like yeah. like I would problems, just constantly yeah, like just, just anything that was going on in work. my life. It was just like okay, I'll just work. Like right, you know, on a weekend if something happened or whatever, I would just like I'll just work. Like it's just constantly mm -hmm. like that. But I think that like having her too. She asked me something once, and I was like, I said it, and I, like, voice memoed her after work, and I was like, I just lied to you. <laughs> I couldn't say it in work because, like, that's how I am. Like, I put on, as anybody should, problems get left at the door. Yeah. Our job is about our people, like, our mm -hmm. clients, and that's whatever. But it did kind of pull that out of me where I was like, okay, I kind of need to, like, focus on that. But, like, juggling friendships and all of that, like, my friends are here. Like, there is no time. Like, my, I made that decision to, like, not that I had to cut anybody out, but, like, I made that decision to, like, focus on this. And, like, mm -hmm. this was my life. This is my baby. This mm -hmm. is whatever. And I had the, I have the support completely from my family, so my family was never affected by that ever. Um, but you can kind of see if you don't have that support from your friends or whatever. Yeah. I mean, of course, I have people that supported me in my life. But, like, there's also some people that don't get it. I'm not on my phone. I can't sit there and text about, like, what you did on a Saturday night for like hours mm -hmm. on the middle of the day on Wednesday mm -hmm. or on Monday. Like I'm at work. Like I just don't do it. Mm -hmm. So there's the friends that get it and realize like I don't have to talk to you all the time, but like mm -hmm. you'll always be, you know, in my life or there's right. the friends that don't get it. Um, and then you kind of learn that like you don't need those friends that don't get it. Um, and we all get it here, mm -hmm. you know, like we all get it. It all makes sense to us here. And like it's just the relationships in your life are going to, be what they are yeah. like what they're supposed yeah. to be yeah. everything happens for a reason and like as you mature even outside of just like owning a business like you're never gonna be like your high school best friends mm -hmm. like oh like let's talk all fucking day I can't mm -hmm. do that. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of learn, like, when I do see you, it's amazing because we actually have shit mm -hmm. to talk about. Like, yeah. there's, especially being in this and talking to people all day, being on all day. Like, I'm not going home and texting my 18 friends. Like, oh, hey, guys, yeah. what'd you no. do today? No, yeah. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like, it's the <laughs> I finish the day thing. and I lie in my bed. Sometimes like, we don't even speak when we're done. Oh. She, I'm like... Even today, we weren't so even... You get it, though. Yeah, we weren't even busy and, like, we said we were going to get sushi and, like... I looked at her and I was like, I don't feel like going there. And she was like, I don't feel like moving. And I was like, cool, me either. So like, we just got sushi here. Like, mm -hmm. but things like that, like that just like, we finish and we don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I think you lose sight of like, you have to take care of yourself first mm -hmm. before anything else. This, this week. Yeah. Like I had an appointment last week and I had an appointment today. And I said to her, I like book clients and I forgot I had it. And I was like, oh my God, shit. I mean, that's literally three months ago. I forgot I had that. And I was like, I'll just call and cancel. She's like, no. I like, said, well, just, no. No, like you had that appointment. But like, it's also like, if I didn't have her, that I would. I would just cancel it because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my clients always mm -hmm. come first. Which right. like, in a way, I'm grateful that I'm that way because I would not be here 
you know, and right in that situation, if not, but like you have to prioritize yourself sometimes. Yeah. You also don't want a few years to go by and now you're 30 something and you're looking back and you're like, yes, I created such a successful mm-hmm. business or but like the burnout is fucking book. real. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, what have I really done? Like personally for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to be able to set that boundary and mm-hmm. have people around you who will kind of like hold you accountable. Yeah. I would say. Absolutely. Definitely helps. A ton. Yeah, for sure. And I think it helps that like, we work our schedule. We don't have a consistent schedule. Clients are like, what do you work? Never. I'm like, we don't. I said it to her last week. I was like, um, I feel so bad. Like, I like, we are just, most people's like ideal schedules are Wednesday through Saturday. We did it last week. I said, I hate this. I fucking hate <laughs> nope. it. Nope. Like, I hate I like, like, this. I like being able to like be flexible. And that's also another thing, like with offering big ticket, like extension services, like mm-hmm. people aren't always going to be able to come in on at one o'clock on a thursday like people have lives people work mm-hmm. we did an extension the one night at seven o'clock at night we like started it till yes yeah, started it like a left a like full 11:30. on yeah we left at like 11 o'clock but like then you know like it, it evens out like you you like maybe but have a shorter friday a yeah, yeah. Like the week after maybe we'll have a longer weekend like yeah something like that but you have to be flexible in this business you're not going to be successful like mm-hmm. if you're not you still need to give and take yeah. no matter how far you're like no matter where you've like how long it's been how long you've come from like you still need to like make those sacrifices especially with like i said like bigger services right not and that's the thing like, it, like yeah. it's like just because you work tuesday wednesday thursday friday or whatever like not every client can do that right yeah. so you have to work around it but like you can't give up your life so like okay if i'm doing that then like i'll take another day on the other end or whatever mm-hmm. i go away all the time i'm like a, I, i'll last minute book a trip so like <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, we'll work our same amount of days. We just might change the days around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and it's just it like the life, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You definitely do put your customers first. Remember when I had the full-blown meltdown? <laughs> the, do, you, do you know this? this? No. She FaceTimed me. And oh, it was in here. So it was summer. If my aunt ever listens, sorry. She botched <laughs> my fucking the front, head. The, the front money piece. The, the green. Yeah. You were green, right? No? No, yellow. Yeah. Did you have a friend that was green? Oh, yeah, that was another girl. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, so that was a whole my other. aunt does my hair. I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and it was, not what I, it was not what I wanted. So the next day she was like, come back. I'll darken it up a little bit. No, she like put yeah. bleach and like put me under heat. And I came out and Fuzz. my hair was like this. And it was white. And I called Bianca. First of all, I FaceTimed her. And I like, I didn't even know if you were at work. I was like, I should just need to answer. Like, mm-hmm. Please answer yeah. me. <laughs> she literally opens the FaceTime. She goes, oh, Oh my god! <laughs> like her hair was no. like that. And Were you like at your aunt? A stripe. No, I was. I was driving home. She was like, "Get here right now!" I literally uh-huh. was crying. Yeah, I remember this. I was like, "Thank you so much." I come in here. At first of all, I'm mortified <laughs> because my hair was white. I have to add a picture to this. I and she came and yeah. like helped me. And I think like the next week I had to come back again, like yeah. really get it done. But I was like, "Thank." I think I was going somewhere. Yeah, we were going I, to a was, club for I, someone's birthday, and yeah. I was like. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. I cannot do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you don't realize how important your hair is. Like, that's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, it's hair. But, like, if you when fuck you it up, have it's a situation no. like that yeah. where you're, like, terrified to go out in public, no. it's not just hair. <laughs> Please help me right now. Like, our hair is, like, our identity. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. But, like, you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. So, so when people say, I'm just doing hair, I'm like, you're not just doing it. No. We're, like, therapists. We're, oh, my God. There's so much that goes into what it. We are. I like to be everyone's, like, comedic <laughs> relief. Like, it's so funny with our clients. Like, if I'm busy with something, like, usually I like to just, like, 
be like, hey guys, how are you? Like I stand there and I'm (laughs) I'm like in your fucking face. But like, that's like, I don't know. That's just like, I bring that in this space and it's funny. Everyone like loves it. So when I'm actually doing stuff, oh, like we've been really having the conversation because I've been busy. She says, I I said, oh, I'm just working. working. I'm like working or something. Isn't that funny? Because I'm like, where'd you go? I did an entire (laughs) extension on Saturday. And she wasn't here for any of it. And we, she came up and she's like, like, how's where, it going? And yeah. me and my client, my client was like, where were you? I said, oh, like, just as like, if she's doing something wrong. <laughs> like, as if I was doing something wrong and not like standing up Kara's ass. Like, hey guys. <laughs> like, seriously. I'm dead ass. But, but it's like, so that funny. comes back into play where like the whole like co-stylist thing, like even like there was times I was going through tough times and like I had been like, you know, we have to put on a smile for our clients at all times. Mm-hmm. But like, those days I didn't even need to say it. It was just like a, I'll talk to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of could sit there and do the hair and like I didn't have to open my mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I would do all the talking. But like we do that. I do that even like <laughs> right. if like I sit next to Lauren. If I know she's having a bad day, I will make sure I like jump into that client's mm-hmm. combo. Because mm-hmm. it is. Our job is draining. It is. Draining. I like need to decompress after work. I can't. Nobody talk to me. Oh and God. you're like holding everyone. Like everyone comes to, to get their hair done. They yeah. like rant. Oh my god! They yeah. just like let everything out, and you're just like, wait, this no, is kind of heavy. Sometimes we're, we're like, that was a lot, and they'll leave like, and the be like, closes. oh my god, don't repeat that. Like they'll be walking <laughs> out, and they're like, don't tell anybody that. But no, like, it is so true. And we stand, we stand there looking at each other for like 15 seconds. Like, we're like, just what happened? the fuck was that? No, it <laughs> really is like a therapy session. Yeah. It, no, yeah. and we're like, uh, okay, like it's just, and then it's there's just something about it, and I think especially when you're like not facing the mirror, like if you're turned away, it just comes out like, <laughs> just like explodes you forget who you're talking to again yeah. like, oh, it's really funny though because the only other thing i could told myself i mentally could ever do other than be a hairdresser this is like when i was deciding was be a therapist so it's very weird <laughs> so you, you are basically yeah i was gonna say dr. you wear Phil. many hats dr care dr care love it <laughs> i go get a phd <laughs> because i need a bachelor's first <laughs> What is what does therapy mean in Italian? Put it out there. If you start calling me Doctor Care, I am fucking. That's gonna be our title for this episode. That comes out talking to Doctor Care. Yeah. I'm sick. Talk That's to Doctor so Care. How do you handle Look, working in such a competitive industry? Do you find like that it is stressful, or are you honestly just day-to-day like worrying about your own life and where you want to see yourself in like five to ten years? I think I'm just day-to-day like working my own life. I don't... I'm a competitive person for sure, mm-hmm. um, but like who am I competing with, you know? Like there's nobody... I think in the beginning, I just like wanted... I created this from nothing. I didn't have a name. We're not a franchise. Like mm-hmm. I just created this that I wanted to succeed so bad like that's how I am I can't not succeed Mm -hmm. um so I think I was competitive in that but it wasn't competitive about anybody else Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day if every single girl in here is succeeding I'm succeeding Mm -hmm. because they're doing well and that's all that I want you know um so I don't think that there's anybody like there is no salon in here that I would like or in this area no, I'm not saying we're the best, but I don't mean it that way. But I'm saying, like, what would I be competing with them with? You know, like, I don't – I think that that is so many people's issue. Like, if a client's coming to me for their extensions, but they go to hair cuttery for their color, I'm not going to try to sworn you in. Like, if you love your stylist there and you love your hair, that's fine. Like, right. it's like the – like, where there's a Starbucks, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. you're not, like, competing. 
Um, and I think that that's where so many people go wrong because they just are so wrapped up in like being the best. I don't need to be the best. I'm not the best. I never will be the best. But like all I can do is like if all of the girls are happy here Mm -hmm. and my clients are happy and everybody's treated right, then that's like that's success to me. It's not about a dollar sign or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just everybody being happy and just having a place that everybody can like be themselves and feel comfortable and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I feel like just worrying about that and putting that as a priority. Yeah, I guess I could say I'm competitive in that, but I'm competitive with myself. Yeah. Not with anybody else. Right. How about as like a newer stylist? Do you feel like you in the beginning were kind of comparing yourself to other people or? I had, especially starting here, I'm just going to go for my career here. Like (laughs) I had a very, no, it really didn't. (laughs) The way that I was brought into here was very different than just some random stylist or just some random assistant. Interviewing. Right, like, our interview was my hair appointment of me, like, telling her my shit show story that happened, like, a few months ago. But, like, that was that. And then I came in here, like, with, we were just, like, on the same page. And mm-hmm. it was, like, me and, me and Care. Yeah. But, like, with everyone else, too, I, I, you guys know, I talked everybody's fucking ear off. Like, they all, like, knew me. It wasn't, like, oh, like, this new stylist. Like, yeah. I worked under Caroline for literally this whole entire time. Mm-hmm. So, learning everything that I did and making those connections with clients right then, like, from the beginning, kind of, it's just very different than a normal, like, getting your name out there. Like, obviously, we all post on social media for, that's, like, half of our job is honestly, like, promoting your work. But I think it wasn't, it's just not the same as, like, like a new new stylist. Like, someone, no, nobody, you can't call and book with me. Like, it's it's different. Like, you can't call, like, not like that, but, like, my... (laughs) no i just because it's another thing like if i'm specializing in something it would be like lived in balayage Mm -hmm. highlights kind of stuff like that and i'm also certified in some of the extensions that we do right so i'd be like in that differently but yeah her route was just so different so different and i wasn't just fresh out of hair school like and we came from the same background of like kind of having the same structure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's where we're both so anal about things like I knew I can offer a service, and it wasn't a conversation of, like, oh, that's an assistant, this. like, yeah. Or, like, that's not as much of a service as mm-hmm. it is, like, not, like, exactly Caroline, but that's, like, my service is worth more than, like, a junior stylist or a new stylist, if that makes sense, like, in our co-stylist position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just really, like, we created this role, I feel like, for her, mm-hmm. you know? So, well, like, a, a standard stylist is, like, they assist, and then they, you know, do blowouts Build for a day own. or two, yeah. and, like, all of that. And, like, work their way up the ladder. But I feel like from day one for Bianca, like, she came in working with me. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody knew that. You know, like, saying, like, I'm hiring an assistant that's going to work directly with me. Yeah. Right. So it was more, like... Like, thrown right into it. Of course, it. there's a weird... Probably for some of the... Maybe some of the assistants that were here at the time might have felt some type of way or felt weird about it. But that's where it comes back to, like, the personality. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... It has to work. Yeah. So her role, I feel like her story is just so different than... It really is. And it's really unique to me that, like, I'm so happy that I'm in a place where, like, this can be a thing. And, like, appreciate it. Because, again, like, not every salon is the same. Like, everybody operates completely different. So it's really cool to, like, be able to have, like, be able to just be thrown into making, Mm -hmm. like, these connections with people. And I'm glad that I was able to, like, you know, like, be that. 
but also in the same time, I will stay later and I'll do my own people or right. I'll come right. an extra day to do my own people because yeah. I still have that. Yeah. Or like we have our schedule so good now that like when we have a day that I know it's just like easier things, like we're, we're not going to need to be like back to back to back with each other. I'll book my own people. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's like, you never stop. Like I'm never comfortable still. I still want to do more. Like I still want to have my own people. Like I'll bring my own people out like from like, we, it's mostly all through Instagram and like mm-hmm. friends and stuff. I think that's, so. I think that's really inspiring though for people to hear that like if you do find that person like in this mm-hmm. example like she was able to find you and it opened up a whole other door that like this job isn't like you're stuck in one spot. No. Like you can kind of make your own path and I think for people listening and maybe like they want to start doing something yeah. similar mm-hmm. like it's definitely an inspiring story to hear that other people are doing it. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, I would say that to her when we would sit and talk and I was like, do you want a chair? You know, I whatever. Like, I, I don't know what know. I want. And like, it was <laughs> one of those things. It's like an open line of communication. I feel like if you have a mentor or somebody and you're enjoying what you're doing, like I had to be open with her saying like, it was like mainly when I went away, it was like, you, or will you take some of my people? And that like really showed her like she had the confidence and ability to do it. Um, but like, I knew she could. So, I think sometimes you just like need that little push mm-hmm. too, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's crazy that I feel like just like what communicating can do. And some of the conversations were so awkward. I was like, let's go to breakfast. And I was like, what do you want? Like, I don't know. And like, <laughs> right. and then my eyes would water and like, and I was like, no, like I, I'm like, you can like, do whatever. Like we are creating this. It's mm-hmm. kind of like creating this role, but it's mm-hmm. like when it works, I feel like it just works. It's mm-hmm. like, just like how any relationship is too. Mm-hmm. It's in a committed yeah. relationship. I know you guys <laughs> have a relationship have a really- together. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Should we get into some quick questions? Yeah. What is your favorite, would you say, like, brand or product you guys love that you would recommend to somebody who doesn't know shit about, you know? I'm obsessing <laughs> over IGK. Love. We, like, found them at a hair show. Well, a class that we went to in Orlando mm-hmm. um, in the summer. And, like, the owners were just so cool and fun and I feel like it, they just like fit our vibe so well and their products are like amazing they're they're like a really good price point sulfate free paraben free so like good to use on any color treated hair extensions anything mm-hmm. like that their packaging is like the cutest thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. and they the names of their products are adorable and they smell amazing mm-hmm. and they just work and they work and yeah. it's not getting too like complex it's not like they're not overdoing not it. everybody it needs works. Olaplex in reality not yeah. everybody needs an 18 step routine like, yeah it's and that's a thing for a normal not normal but like for someone that's just looking to your get everyday into something, person yeah, yeah. Like, really they don't need, need anything crazy shampoo and conditioner like and like if you want to get if you want to get crazy yeah an oil or like a a leave-in the, the most important thing is heat protectant mm-hmm. honestly yeah and everybody's putting some form of heat on their hair yeah so you always need that i would say I always come in here and I'm like, okay, tell me what I need, but like not too crazy. Yeah. Like give me something easy that I can do. Yeah. Like little things (laughs) like that. Like just that's people will like throw you eight products and it's like just simplify it. Yeah. Is it true you should get frequent haircuts even if you're trying to grow your hair out? Yes. Thousand times. Your hair is going to grow from your root, but if it's dead, it's going to break on the ends. So if you want to grow your hair out, you should get a haircut. (laughs) How often do you think you should? We say like three to four months. Right. And then, like, especially in the middle of like a lot of our book is extension clients, like consistent, it's extension like clients. Month. So when we do the removal or like when we do a full new install, 
like we're trimming her. up those ends because you're not seeing it otherwise, you know, yeah. like it, you're you getting extensions, know. but like it makes so much more for like, if you're doing extensions for a full year and then you see, like we have so many clients, like they started with this mullet thing and now <laughs> we're de- seriously and no, now literally. we're down to like a normal length where it's like normal to anyone else no one would ever know but like in the mullets was not it wasn't it, it was i'm not kidding honestly though like it kind of is right I now cannot. the mullet really is in right uh, now though not the, sh- the mullet the shaft they're but in the like wolf, the mullet the wolf sh- cut yeah like the wolf, the wolf cut yeah the wolf cut like they're all in I see that i'm terrified <laughs> yeah well, not the wolf, not the at-home wolf cuts. Like, don't get me started on that. Oh, Dude, I see that every like, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. I'm like, no, everyone's a bro. fucking hairstylist at this point. Yeah. And esthetician, like, oh, no. I can't. What's Mm-mm. your um, opinion on going to bed with your hair wet? Um, I'm not a fan. Not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hate a wet head. Freaks. I hate it. Wait, she hates wet hair on her? I no. hate it. So, like, like when I don't we, know how yeah. people sleep with a wet head, mm-hmm. but extensions especially, like, you have to mm-hmm. blast dry them. Like, that can get moldy and gross. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, you have to. So, I'm a big fan of not going to sleep with your hair wet. Also, like, you go to bed with your head wet and you wake up and you hate your life. Like, in the, in reality of it, like, I would... Like, nobody looks cute. Yeah. I would <laughs> fall asleep. With, no. I'd fall asleep with my hair in a towel. Mm-hmm. I'd wake up, my hair's shot, I have to wash it again. Yeah, like, it I doesn't even look good. Yeah. So, that's the thing. That's another thing. It's not even, like... I don't wash my own hair, so that sounds really foreign <laughs> no, to me. No, it's really... We don't. We don't even really wash our hair We really should have said our, our favorite product. We didn't say fucking it. dry shampoo. Yep, that's it. Wait, that's one of our questions, Lex. Give them your TikTok. Can't live without it. <laughs> so when do when should you like? Let's say I came here on a Monday and I got to mm-hmm. go out. What day would I use dry shampoo? Monday night. <laughs> you see, like I never knew that. Like, right. like everybody, I thought you, you used don't it once to... your head's already disgusting. I, yeah, well, I think it's different. I don't use it until my hair is dirty. Mm-hmm. But Caroline's hair doesn't get. Dirty. Yeah. Like, she literally doesn't have to wash her hair. Like, for the normal client, I would say, even for myself, like, my hair, like, I don't wash it because I've trained it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, training it takes time. But if you think about it, if you're spraying in, you don't have to, like, douse your root in dry shampoo when your mm-hmm. hair's, like, fresh and clean. But think about as the days go by, your hair is clean, and then as it wants to get oily, that product's sucking it up before it can even happen. Right. So you're, I'm doing it that night before or the day after I wash my hair. Like, if I'm washing it on a Monday, I'm doing Monday night, or, like, really probably Tuesday. I'm good till, like, Thursday or Friday. Then I'm spraying my shit. And then <laughs> I'm back on Monday, and my hair is disgusting, but it's time for a new blowout, you know? Yeah, that does make sense mm-hmm. if you actually think about it. Yeah. It does. And it's the best thing ever. Dry shampoo. What would you recommend? I, I would eat it. If I Living could. proof. Living proof. Always. I'm Obsessed. looking at her right now. <laughs> I'm just She's just so good. She is. And the thing is, is people don't know how to use dry shampoo. Yeah. So I... You literally have to like sh- shampoo it in your head. Yeah. If you were shampooing. And let it sit. Did you know that? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. which we make, we talked about this last week. Sometimes we come into work and we forget with to it, it in. With it in the head. Literally, I will drive to work and I'll... Because you have to let it, it. sit. When my parents aren't home, I leave dry shampoo like next to my keys at the door because I literally it. spray my head and then I drive to work, let it like soak up. Because if you think you're spraying it in and then you're touching it with your oily fingers, it's, it's not, not doing do anything. anything. So People that say dry set. shampoo doesn't work for them, they're fake. They're, fu- no, they're fucking really wrong. fucking wrong, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm one of those fucking people. <laughs> you say it doesn't work? No, because I never knew you were supposed to fucking leave it. No, and let it sit. And yeah, you only I spray it on your part. 
Yeah. Like you spray it on your part and then think about it. The oil comes from underneath. So spray it on your part and then you like flip yeah, over flip and spray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flip. Let it literally sit. Like do your makeup and let it sit. And then yeah. like as you leave, then you literally rub it in. It's like when you curl your hair. Like you, you want to let it cool, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to touch it. If you if you curl your hair and it's hot and you put your fingers through it, your hair is straight in and out. Yeah. What's your number one pet peeve? People doing hair. You mean like... Yeah, like when someone comes in and they like say something, you're like, oh my god, or they do something with their hair, and you're like, oh, mm. when people are like, <laughs> when they're, when they're, I'm giving someone a haircut, and they say, oh yeah, I really want these layers because I need the dimension. I knew you were gonna say that. I was like, well, so dimension is hair color, if anyone doesn't know. So dimension is like light against dark. Dimension has nothing to do with, with your scissors. haircut. Mm-hmm. So people come in, they just and look at each other. I'm though, doing right? like a layered haircut <laughs> on someone, and she's like, yeah, I really just like to see the dimension. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I just do, do it. don't say anything. I should say, oh, yeah, do you like that dimension? I should say that <laughs> yeah, like after I like brush at someone's head and be like, oh, yeah, does, does that dimension look good? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking no. I can't. But I can't. But people just don't know. So, like, yeah. that's another Educating. thing from social media. You take it and you run with it yep. because mm-hmm. someone else is saying it. They say, like, dimensional. And my color. other, my, yeah, my other biggest pet peeve is when I have any stylists, no, on social media, oh. when stylists, like, let's say Name someone slides up. Um, no, someone slides up on, like, a TikTok. Oh, like, what do you ask for? And then someone replies, oh, I, hate, hate. Oh, I get this, this, and that. Like, like, and the it's person not, has no idea. You have, no, it's like, oh, tell your stylist to, to tell me to do <laughs> what? Like, no, actually. It's just, like, things like that. Like, taking something and running with it. Like, you should come here and... Like, our best relationships with our clients, like, obviously, we want to know your vision, but, like, the trust that you have in me or the trust that you have yeah. in us is the most important thing. So many of our clients are, whatever you think. Yeah. Or, like, I trust you. That's what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're going to get the best work mm-hmm. out yeah. of a stylist. For in sure. Anywhere you go. Like, obviously, you're going to come in with a vision, but if you leave that creativity, like, that, like, most of it, like, to oh, like, stylist. what are you doing now? What are you doing this? Like, no. Yeah, no. This I mean, like, you don't tell job. your doctor what to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember when I came in, remember? Mm-hmm. I wanted to fucking dye my entire hair. Her whole hair. head copper. And she sat down and remember? she was like, let's I was, do I was having, yeah. I was having, like, a heart attack for a few weeks. <laughs> I remember. I said, you I can't really know, like, the upkeep of it. Yeah. Or, like, uh-huh. what it takes. When she finally said it all, like, we were sitting down, I was like, yeah, just do what you want to do. Yeah. And, and then like, it came out amazing. Like, right. I love the way. And when did you get your color done last? I don't even remember. Yeah, it's months. But think about if it was, like, this is, like, a lived-in version of what you want, right? But, like, Think about if it was the other way around, you would look really silly. Crying, yeah. Or you'd be here every four weeks. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not everyone's life. Yeah. Like, not everyone right. wants to be in for every four no. weeks, every six-week appointment. I wait some, till my some head's people gray. live for it. You I, mean, I, I wait till my head's gray, and then I text <laughs> back, and I'm like, hi, I have gray hair. Please help me. Hi, yeah. I really need help. That's what I mean by text her. <laughs> Please help. But that's the thing. It's not always, like, it, it's not everybody's life. Not yeah, everyone no. can come in and yeah. have that maintenance. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was like, you got it, babe. And I love that. I, yeah. I still, like, I, I love your haircut. I do. Like it? it's yeah, fun. I think it's so cute. Do you like it? I do. Like, it's, no, remember we were saying you guys get used to it, but. But it's different. I think it changes her whole face. It but I like it. I yes. think it's No, fun. in a good way. I think it's like, fun, too. Oh my god, guys, stop! No, but it's an adjustment. No, but literally when she caught in, I was like obsessed with my hair color. Yeah. like the one, like well, yeah, the I love the way hair color. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, I love it too. It's just, it's just the maintenance. Another thing, yeah. it's just more upkeep. Like yeah. you're gonna have to style it more. But mm-hmm. if you love it, then you do that. Yeah, that's anything. I love it. Love. Um, how often should you be doing oil treatments? 
It's hard because if you're like blonde and your ends are dry more, then like you need to do it more frequently. Mm-hmm. Extension clients, you should always like oil your ends. Always um, extensions, yeah. not like well, overdo on the it. Con- yeah. So I feel like that's a hard. I feel like there's no set answer to that. Mm-hmm. So are you and putting oil on your hair and your? I mean, your root and your ends? No, never. no, no, not the, oh, not, and the, not the roots. No, Just never roots because you want oil to be away from like the scalp. Your scalp, you know, usually like for someone that's getting a blowout. But, like, you're curly. It's kind of different. Yeah. Curly like, hair is different. That, so you, like, you're going to need that. Like, I put oil on, like, the front piece. But no, I never, I've never wanted to put oil on my roots. Right. Like, uh-huh. actually dropped oil on your head. Like, yeah. that wouldn't make sense. But do you do that? Because I can tell by your face. Probably, she's why? literally like, just, like, looking away. And I'm up. like, okay, well, no wonder dry shampoo doesn't work. You have oil on your scalp. Wait, you're telling she me puts dry shampoo and then drop the oil on it. We figured it out. Wait, hold on. So the oil, like oil treatments, are only for your ends. Yeah, for the most part. Unless you're is this like, where my hair is falling no, out? Unless you're doing like, <laughs> unless you're doing like a night before thing, like when people are getting into the rosemary oil, shit yeah, or whatever. Like if you have yourself in a slick bond and then you're shampooing the next day, yes. I mean that's okay, but like I'm not. But really like, do you just like drop whole... oil on your scalp? No, like I do like an oil treatment like the night before I put it on before my Before she washes. Wa- wash That's fine. Paper, then leave it in for like eight hours and then I wash it out. Okay. But, but also your hair's softer. It's not like it, your hair's fine in general. Mm-hmm. So you might, but also if you don't want this big, crazy, curly mane, mm-hmm. then that's okay because the oil's going to mm-hmm. kind of like, like weigh it down. Yeah. Wow. You're learning This is really educational. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is one of our last questions. Yeah. What are your specialty services? So I feel like we're both pretty similar just because of like how closely we work together. Mm-hmm. Um, extensions, obviously, is my main thing in any lived-in color, either like blonde or brunette, anything like lived-in. I like low-maintenance, um, like subtle, pretty hair color, yeah. I say. Like I have a difficult time doing like crazy colors. It's not really mm-hmm. my thing. I don't like do short hair cuts. Um, I just like pretty hair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I also am, like, very similar. I don't have as much experience in extensions, but I feel, like, as closely as we do work, mm-hmm. like, we're both certified in, like, hand-tied wefts, they're called. So I now I'm very quick with them, and mm-hmm. I can now, like, offer that as the same as Caroline would. Mm-hmm. But um, there are, there is, like, a, another extension method that only Caroline offers. There's five of us that do hand-tied wefts. So, like, our maybe even like in a few years, we all kind of want to be into that for the most part, like extensions, because it's a great service to be able to offer. Mm -hmm. But again, for me, I'm still getting there with like cutting. I'm very good with color match too. Like, and especially with color, like we both have a very similar brain in that. Like when we're mixing someone's color, like I kind of know what she'd like want. So that makes it easy because if we have five people here at a time, like, and I'm going and I'm mixing something. Like I can trust her to right. Like, it's a thing. And then color, like, extension-wise, there's it's so much continued education. Like, you need yeah. to learn how to, like, and it's about doing them, too. Like, with cutting, I'm still, like, kind of getting there with extensions, like, in blending. But you really mainly need, like, you need a lot of hair if someone has a lot of hair. Like, you're not going to, like, just shred into someone's yeah. head. But that's very deep into it. But, yeah, we're, like, both similar in what we specialize in. Mm-hmm. We forgot to ask earlier, but what are, like, the other services for someone who doesn't know that they oh, can... Oh, for the salon? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, we originally were, like, a blowout bar, but now we're full service. So we do anything hair-related. So any color, um, blowouts, we do bridal hair, extensions, we do makeup services. Um, we recently started doing spray tans. Um, we kind of want to be, like, a one-stop shop for people. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, if we're doing a wedding party, like we want that wedding party to be able to come in and get their spray tan with us. And, um, we do lash lifts and tints, um, lash extensions. We're going to be bringing a new service on, uh, brow lamination. I want that done. Yeah, so look unreal. Don't I good. So I've been good. staring yeah. at them. I know. So good. They're amazing. I didn't have eyebrows before this. And um, like the girl, our, our girl Tori that does them, I was like, she's so you good. changed my life. Yeah. She's she amazing. She did my makeup before. Oh yeah. my God. She's amazing. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she's kind of like branching out when it comes to the other services. So she's who does like our spray tans, the brow, the lash lifts and tints, um, the lamination, and then anything like hair, anything hair related. Facial anything. waxing. We don't do any body waxing. We don't do any spa services. But other than that, we pretty much do it all. Um, where do you guys see yourself in five years? Ooh, million dollar question. Um, I don't know. It's really hard. It's crazy to think about where I thought I was going to be in five years versus now. Um, you know, I feel like I set goals for myself five years ago and some are happening and some I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? You know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I would love to continue to grow the salon. Um, I don't know what that means yet though. I don't know if that means grow it within our space. I don't know if it means expanding. I'm not really sure. Um, I feel like the best things in life just kind of happen. So I don't know. Um, honestly, I, you know, I want to be successful and I want to have everybody happy and I want to be happy, but what that means and the sense of like where the business is going to take me, I'm not really sure because, you know, however many years ago I was like, oh, I want to educate. I want to do this. I had education opportunities in front of me and I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just kind of like where you want to be in the moment. Um, I'm sure cutting back behind the chair will be a thing five years mm-hmm. from now um, and really focusing more on the business. But again, does that mean in the sense of like having another location expanding what we have i i'm not really sure mm-hmm. i don't know what i want i don't want to ever lose sight of like what we have here yeah. Right. Yeah. um i love our feel just i feel like being successful and being happy is really the only thing that i could really say that i like want in the next five years yeah. depending on whichever route that's going to take me mm-hmm. i like to live in the moment <laughs> I, I was gonna say i'm really curious so, what bianca's gonna say i know I, I didn't know what i was gonna say either until now i guess i'll figure it out but that's but, the perfect answer for you. Yeah. I would love to, like, teach people how to do things maybe one day. Not, like, travel and do that. But I like to, like, like within help here. within. Mm-hmm. Especially now, like, with our, like, assistants. Like, they look up to all of our stylists so much. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, for me, since, like, we all kind of, we're all kind of similar. And, like, they went through hair school and then COVID too. So, like, it was, like, different from hair school because you kind of feel like, like I said in the beginning, kind of, like, step back a bit. But I feel like I can help them. You, like, like, relate to them more. Yeah, so you really are good at helping people. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I I am done. No, I like bringing the best out of people. And I like to make people's day. So maybe that will be my job title. Yeah. Yeah. Making everyone's day. Hi, girls. When everyone walks in, I'm so fucking annoying. That's what I do. I can't wait to see like what you guys end up doing with this. It's already you're already mm-hmm. killing it, and the I fact know. that you. you said you opened this up at 22. Like I'm 23 now. I couldn't yeah. fucking no. imagine. I'm 22 right now. I'm like, I I say <laughs> it all the time. I'm like, how the fuck? Like I don't. I'm I talk so bad. How the heck? How the heck did you do it? What's something you wish you could tell your younger self? Ooh, tough one. Um, I feel like just to remain true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and like not allow other people let you lose sight of it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that that's probably like the biggest like life lesson that I have learned. Um, 
I feel like your ultimate happiness comes from like just being yourself. Like going with your gut. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that like just ties into what we do. It's mm-hmm. our passion and some people don't get it and they don't get why we do what we do. Um, but it just ties into relationships. It ties into everything. But I think that like that's our biggest thing. People get pulled to not take this route mm-hmm. when they truly want to because of influence of other people. And I think that like that's you have to be like willing to take that risk and do what makes you happy because people are like, oh, you're not going to make money. You're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go to college and all that. Yeah. yeah. But I think just staying true to like what you truly want in your life. Right. I don't think you could have said it better. And that's like another thing of just like literally just going with your gut and mm-hmm. like no, never losing sight of like what makes you happy. Yeah. Like my younger self, like I've always been a very like upbeat person and I like to bring that out of people and I like to be that for someone that needs it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I want to make your day better as soon as you walk in here or like in normal day life. Like I want to do that whether I can make you laugh, whether like it can be anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my, I was always like that. So it was just nice to be in a space where like that's appreciated thank you caroline and bianca for coming on the podcast this week we appreciate you guys taking your time and especially letting us come to your salon of course do you guys want to give your socials for anyone who wants to follow you yeah i am at caroline styles underscore mm-hmm. have to look at bianca because i don't even know my own instagram <laughs> The salon is at Sofia Dovia. If you find either of our Instagrams, you'll find our In salon our Instagram. Um, mine is Bianca XX Hair, and a lot of fun stuff is on our page. We like to do like day in the lives on yeah. our stuff. Make some pretty good content. Every reel, every kind of video you'll see is like all that we do. So it's really cool if you guys want to give us a follow. That's awesome. Well, here's your friendly reminder to tune in every Monday for a brand new episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We love you guys. And don't forget to do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised. Thanks for having us, guys. It was so much fun. This was fun. Bye, guys. Angelina. Love you, Angelina.